Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And this is day three of the most powerful mindset secret ever shared. If you have not listened to the first two podcasts in this series, please do go back and listen. What we are focusing on is helping you guys to be in alignment with what you all know is true, which is when you're in a state of gratitude, automatically, almost magically, you are less fearful, you're more optimistic. You're more focused on being of service to other people. Essentially, your life pivots, and it will stay pivoting in the direction of gratitude and all the benefits that get from that shift in mindset when you then start to reinforce it with other activities. Yesterday, we talked about a lot of the suggested things that you should do, and now we're going to roll into, obviously, the third episode, and we're going to be focusing on what those points are as well. But here is the experiment that I left with uh, you guys yesterday that hopefully you're going to remember and do as a regular thing in your lives. When you're not feeling powerful, when you're not feeling optimistic, when you're feeling uh, unloved or underappreciated, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're feeling anything that basically will associate with feeling negatively, well, ask yourself this one simple question. And it's interesting sometimes when you ask yourself this question, notice if you're resistant, resisting even asking yourself this question. Do it out loud. A lot of you listen to us while you're exercising, um, you know, you're driving, wherever. Ask yourself this question. What are three things that you're grateful for? What are the three things in your life that you're most grateful for? Now, again, I'm going to go back, take a step back. How many of you right now with me asking you to ask yourself that question are resisting even asking yourself that question? Why is that? It's because you've gotten to the point where you're so used to have having negative thoughts, frankly. You're so used to basically surrounding yourself with things that are pessimistic, things that are going to ultimately bring down your energy, bring down your willingness to help other people. And so ultimately, in this market, in this world, if you want to have ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, if you keep yourself, you can't do it all the time, it's almost impossible, but if you do try to return to center and center is a state of gratitude, you will find yourself becoming the best version of yourself as a real estate professional and really as personally as you ever possibly could become. So here's the takeaway. If you do not believe that tomorrow is going to be better than today, What activities are you going to do today? For example, if you believe tomorrow and next year is going to be a crappy real estate year, zombie apocalypse, all kinds of horrible things are happening, everything and all the doom and gloom headline news stories are all going to come true, what do you stop doing today? I'll tell you what I'd stop doing today. I'd definitely stop exercising. What would you stop doing today? I'd stop being low carb. <laughs> yeah, definitely, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, right. We definitely stop. Oh, bas- yeah. And I would never use an alarm clock again. Nope. We. I'll tell you what's more. We'd stop taking Zoe to school. 
I mean, we'll let, bother. We'd let her go full feral. <laughs> full feral. Exactly. Not just a little feral. Right. I mean, so the you know, we'd stop working so hard. We'd stop saving money. We'd stop doing podcasts, probably. We'd stop doing all the things that over the last 30 years have helped make us successful. And so would you. Because if you believe that tomorrow is not going to be better than today, you will stop doing the things today that would have made tomorrow better than today. That's the problem, ultimately, with allowing your mind to slip into a negative mindset. And right now, for whatever reason, with almost no exceptions, the world wants you to be fearful. Everywhere you turn, it's fear-based. Everywhere you turn, it's going to be somebody or something trying to make you believe that tomorrow is going to be worse than today. And I don't want to get into the uh, philosophical reasons why that's happening right now. None of it really matters. The only people we can have an effect on is all of you, and that's the reason we're going to do our best to help you understand that if you want to essentially have a little hack to move away from that negative mindset, do put yourself in a state of gratitude. So if you are resisting, it's because you've become addicted to the negative. So ask yourself the question I propose to you. What are three things that you're absolutely uh, in gratitude towards? Hopefully it's your family. Maybe it's your dog. You know, I was grateful to Max, our French bulldog. He <laughs> ran up to me this morning, gave me a big dog hug, right? He's great about that. I'm grateful that it's, okay, so I like seasons and all, but I'm grateful that it's cold but sunny and not cold and rainy and windy like it's been. I'm grateful that, frankly, we don't have to stay here uh, into the true winter and we get to go home to Puerto Rico exactly. after the holidays. me too. Yeah, so, I mean, but there's all kinds of, we're just trying to make you guys laugh, but there's things around you at all times. If you are alive, you have things that are surrounding you that you should be grateful for, right? That's really the baseline. If you have food in your belly or about to put food in your belly, be grateful for it. If you've got uh, people that have been helpful in your life, be grateful for it. If you're reading a book that's inspiring you, be grateful for it. Just allow yourself to feel gratitude because what happens then when you're in a state of gratitude, the, uh, frankly, the evil base negative mindset stuff that is essentially, you know, pulling a lot of people down is not going to be able to coexist. So when you're in a state of gratitude, for some reason, which we've never understood, and I've never really heard a, a real scientific explanation for it, a lot of woo-woo explanations for it, but, you know, there's that. But a real understanding of why this happens, I don't understand. But when you're in a state of gratitude, there is absolutely no room left in your mind for anything that's going to be negative. And thus, you make tomorrow better than today. So ultimately, if you want to make tomorrow better than today, start with being in gratitude. Start with showing overt appreciation for the people, you know, whatever it takes to make you uh, elevate yourself beyond the poor as me or victim mentality that's prolific in our society right now. By the way, globally, not just the United States. So that is ultimately the reason why using this, you know, I think mindset hack, you know, putting mm-hmm. yourself in a state of gratitude, it might start out feeling a little contrived, but what happens after a while, it becomes who you are. It just becomes a natural part of who you are. And if you want to know what that's like to go from the, I'm learning this and this is who I want to become to this is who I've become, listen to yesterday's and and the day before's podcast because we walk you through the different activities you can be doing as a regular course of business in your life to reinforce staying in a state of gratitude. That's right. To get into the habit of the attitude of gratitude, not just to think about it maybe when you're stuck or you're having an off day or maybe somebody shows you gratitude, but instead to make it your lifestyle. Well, you just said it though, right? So if you want to feel love, give love. If you want to feel gratitude, give gratitude. If you want to feel appreciation, show appreciation. If you want to, whatever you're wanting in your life, you give it to somebody else or somebody's else, and you're going to find that that's going to be given back to you at an incredible rate of return. You know, that's what you'll experience.
That's exactly it. So that's why we're giving you so many different ways to integrate this into your lifestyle. Here's the next one. Learn and use people's names. You know, somebody said a long time ago that the, the, most, the thing that, makes, that you hear, that you love hearing the most is your own name, and they've proven that with babies on up. So learn and use people's names. Learn what people prefer to be called by. It's one of the first things I ask coaching clients, by the way, how to correctly pronounce their name, and if they use a nickname or a shortened name. Ask if you're not sure. Show some respect. They'll be grateful. Learn the names of your UPS driver, your mail carrier, your pharmacist, the manager of your bank, the manager of your grocery store, and the name of the school nurse, for example. Everyone desires more repeat and referral business, but you have to give before you receive. And one of the easiest ways to expand your center of influence is to expand who you know and actually interact with them frequently. In order to connect the dots and remember everyone, add them to your smartphone and your contacts with notes about how you know them and specific things you want to remember. For example, Susie Smith, Sarah's mom, met her at school. She works at ABC Bank and her husband's an executive at Telecom Inc., for example. That when you, when you run into them again, you can help your mindset. You know, you can jog your mind of how to communicate. So we talked a lot about expanding your center of influence. This ties into that. Actually know people's names and use them. And say little things like, you know, I'm, how many of you stood in line at Starbucks today? Or we'll <laughs> stand in line at Starbucks three more times today, right? And how frequently, if you're going to the same Starbucks all the time, do you see the same people behind the counter? How I know you say hello and how's it do and maybe just a little back and forth, but do you know their names? They you really actually, appreciate that, by the way. But everybody does. To Julie's point, every, everyone's favorite word is uh, their name. Their second favorite word is when they get to talk, whatever words associated with them talking about themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you can show interest in people and use their names, again, referred to yesterday's show, you will all of a sudden start having almost like a secret power. And it's because you're making them feel good. You're giving appreciation to them. You want to, you want to feel appreciation. You give appreciation to other people, but not just sparingly. Give it to everyone, and then you will all of a sudden have what the French call je ne sais quoi. You will have some sort of special thing about you that people don't quite understand. You're going to walk into a restaurant. You're going to walk into your dry cleaner. You're going to walk into a room full of, you know, whatever. And people are going to see you and they're going to smile and they're going to gravitate towards you because the last time and all the times before that they've interacted with you, you've made them feel good because you've shown a sincere interest in them. You've asked questions. You've used their name to Julie's point and you've become a person that they actually want to be around because you made them feel good by simply showing interest in them. How many of you, and this isn't, you know, frankly, it's a modern habit more than anything, walk into a room and all you want to do as fast as possible, talk about yourself. Mm -hmm. How many of you, as fast as possible, want to make every single interaction with every single human about you, your needs, your feelings, your desires, your hopes, your fears, make it about their hopes, their fears, their desires, make them feel important. And then all of a sudden you're going to start pivoting the world. Just experiment with it. And again, do that on a regular basis. And that becomes the person you are. That's right. And you do have to be conscious of that, right? We talked a little bit about this yesterday. If you're conversationally always saying, that's just like the time that I then you have just breached that whole ego thing that you just mentioned. So watch your conversation. This is something you have to be really present and aware about. For example, our next point, say yes more than you say no. If you're always saying no or seeming too busy all the time, people will eventually stop asking you to participate. That's not good for you personally or for your business. And pay special attention to events and clubs which your past clients and your sphere of influence contacts participate or they run 
support them whenever possible. You know, a lot of our coaching clients and our listeners say, I'd like to do this event, but gosh, I don't know where to start. I don't want to run it. I don't want to spend money on it. One of the best things that you can do is simply participate in someone else's event. Say yes to what they ask you. Play the yes game. We very rarely, for all of our coaching clients, tell them to start things. We tell them to participate in things that are already established because then, frankly, you don't. You have a heck of a lot less work to do. You can just go there and be in support of doing something without actually having to worry about the administration and the running of it. Uh, a lot of you guys are like th- when we suggest that you do something around the holidays or something like that, a party, a client appreciation party. Obviously, that's something that you have to do. But beyond that, don't get in your head that you have to start creating all of this. There are so many groups of people. And again, we talked about this a lot yesterday. So many organizations, so many clubs, so many different ways that you can do what you're passionate about. And, you know, maybe it's, for example, gardening or something like that. Well, join some gardening clubs. Do some things where you're going to be around other people doing what you're passionate about, that they're passionate about. And then when you're there, make sure you're not just talking about your favorite flowers. You're asking them questions and you're getting to know them. You combine all of these life skills and you become the person that will be in a, uh, essentially always be, like I said, that magnet. It's, it's almost magical, truthfully. I'll tell you, this is going to be fascinating. Um, next time you're around a group of people, please remember this. Notice how fast your mind wants to pivot to start talking about yourself. Notice how quickly, to Julie's earlier point, you want to make it all about you. When you have that feeling that's going to essentially hit you like a tsunami, I want to be heard. I want to be loved. I want to tell my story. I want to make it about me. That is your ego, and what you're about to do is detract that person from ever becoming a meaningful um, you know, contributor to your life or yours to theirs. When you feel that way, you have to understand that don't, do not react to it. You have to push that away. I know that's your habit to always talk about yourself, and then you have to go and ask them more questions and show more sincere interest in them. If they ask you to talk about yourself, give a little bit of uh, information, but pivot it back and talk about them. And ask a question after that. After a while, when you become true friends with them, then you're going to have an opportunity then to have them get to know you more. But what many people do, not just real estate people, but frankly, especially real estate people, is they walk into rooms and they immediately try to be the center of attention. Or they walk, even if it's not a big room with a lot of people, they are going to immediately start talking about themselves. And that's going to detract people from wanting to be aligned with you in any meaningful way. Exactly. So next is give your duplicate things to people who need them more than you do. Now, this is an act of kindness. We're getting into it, getting you into an attitude of gratitude. So start with giving. Uh, give your stuff away. Everybody can clean out their closets. Nobody needs five spatulas or 10 scarves or six flower vases. Share your abundance with those who are less fortunate. There are lots of charities who will come to your home or office and pick up your donations. Better yet, host a clothing drive, a toy drive, or a food drive at your home or your office. Post this on your social media, get a press release, and do good for your community. You will then feel gratitude yourself because you have given before you expect to get. Next is, this is kind of a fun one to make people more observant and more present, and that is simply to help a neighbor out. Shovel, blow leaves, or cut the grass of your neighbor when you do your own. Or rake the sand if you live in the desert, right? Palm Desert people, I'm talking to you. Get to know your elderly or disabled neighbors and assist them whenever you can. Even bringing in groceries from their car can make their day a lot easier. That's super easy and doesn't cost much effort. And your life is surrounded by opportunities to help other people. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, the thing is, as we're going through these points, guys, how many of you are hearing to your, in your head, well, no one ever does that for me. 
No one ever, well, you know, no, no one ever is actually being asking me about me. Missing no, the point. You're missing the point. You see how it's going about me. It's going about back to you thinking about you. That is your ego trying to suck up all the energy again and closing your mind to the fact that your highest and truest purpose here is being of service to other people. And you have to actually earn the right to be of service to other people. Just because you want it, just because you think you deserve it, doesn't mean you're going to get it. And so if you find yourself closing your mind to doing some of these ideas and your, and your reaction is, well, no one makes me feel important. I'm not going to make anyone else feel important. Exactly how does that end up? Where, well, you're just perpetuating the problem. Exactly. And you're going to make yourself more and more miserable. And you're then going to what? Make tomorrow worse than today. And you're assuredly not going to have ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life. That's right. So last but not least, be a secret Santa or a secret philanthropist. You can go to any Target or Walmart and ask for the manager to help you select a few families who have low-dollar layaway items. Pay them off anonymously. Lots of people have toys that are set away for kids' birthdays or for Christmas, where they're paying a few dollars towards a $50 layaway. You can make an impact easily and inexpensively. We gave you guys a lot of ideas on how to do that yesterday. It's very simple. But the interesting thing is Julie did some scientific research on that. That's a, Well, so scientific research shows that people who habitually engage in exercises of gratitude, like the 20-plus that we have suggested to you over the past three podcasts, show increased satisfaction with their relationships as well as greater physical and mental health. Now, we haven't done a scientific study on real estate professionals practicing gratitude regularly, but we're willing to bet that those 3 a.m. real estate night sweats will stop happening when you practice gratitude regularly. When you make it a habit, you're going to be more optimistic, more enthusiastic, more confident, and more profitable. We have no doubt. So choose which one of the acts of gratitude and kindness you'll integrate into your life and start enjoying ever-increasing levels of happiness. Share your stories and set an example. You're going to be glad that you did. In the interim, guys, we want to sincerely thank you for continuing to make this number and listen to daily podcast. Um, I was actually having a lot of interesting today. I've had three conversations with coaching clients and uh, two of which I've never spoken uh, before. They were new premier coaching clients and they just texted me and they're actually asking me about eXp Realty. And mm -hmm. it, was, it was fun talking with them because I could tell like whenever I, Julie and I talk with somebody who's only been a podcast listener and they've never, they don't know us personally. I, it's, I get the sense that you guys are waiting to hear if we're just like we are in the podcast in real life. Yes. <laughs> I the, sense that too. Yeah. And the fact is, is that we are, but it's so <laughs> interesting when I'm uh, talking with somebody for the first time, maybe meeting them in real life where you're starting to hear them use uh, where they've adopted some of the philosophies or frankly, I don't think we ever really tell you guys anything you don't already intuitively know. The reason you resonate, the reason what we say feels right is because it is it is in alignment with who you are on the inside. And we're just reminding you, when you come across a bit of information that feels like an epiphany or a light bulb went off, really all that's going on is using light bulb going off analogy. Light bulb was already in your head. The person actually, you know, contributing the information was just pulling on the, you know, flipping the switch and making the light go off. So in other words, the information was already innate in within you. And when you feel that when you're listening to our podcast and a coaching client and that light bulb goes off, it, that information was already in you. All we're doing is flipping the switch or reminding you how to flip your own switch. So that's, that's how we, putting it, that's probably. how we really think. We don't, Julie and I aren't thinking that we're the, you know, philosophers or anything like this. All we're doing is reminding you and hopefully putting you back in alignment with a person that you are destined to hopefully be if you give yourself permission. So I'm on the phone, I'm talking to these people and I hear them say things that I that are frankly things that Julie and I I don't hear anywhere else other than on our podcast. And it always reminds me, like I heard somebody say today, 
I mean, just some of the little sayings we saying drilled down and things like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you guys are ex- essentially, like it or not, <laughs> you guys are part of our extended family. That's how we really think of all of you. And we really sincerely appreciate you allowing us to be of service to you for the past, you know, three decades almost. And it, without all of you, without all of our coaching clients, with all of the people that have allowed us to have an impact on their lives, we would never have been able to uh, truly live up to our potential professionally. So you all are an incredible blessing to all of us. And we sincerely from really, I don't even know how to say it. The, the words fail me truthfully, how I feel. Well, we're sincerely grateful. That's our theme, right? And we mean it. We can't talk to you about this unless we mean it ourselves, can we? This is what we do. This is our life's work. And I, and I have to say, and we probably don't talk about this enough. We should, we should take more questions from them and do some podcasts about that. Uh, for example, I was talking to a great coaching client and part of our EXP family, Larissa in Missouri. And she said, you know, you guys talk about, you know, certain coaching clients. I feel like I know them already. I, I just want to meet them and shake their hands. She, she feels like she's part of our family, right? Well, you do know so them I already. That. Larissa, when you run across somebody who's been with us for a long period of time, they're just like you. We attract, exactly. We attract people that are pretty much, you know, operating on the same frequency. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds terribly woo-woo, but it's the best way of explaining it. And, you know, that's what we discover is that people that are gravitate towards us over the years, especially really in the last five years, are, they always have similar characteristics, honestly. They're, we get a fair amount of uh, professionals coming out of a lot of ex-military. We get a lot of people that are, you know, we're professionals in other lives and they're maybe wanting to take career shifts. We get a lot of new agents. But what we get are people that have, that want to be successful and they're doing it for the right reasons. What do I mean by that? They're doing it because they want to experience what Julie and I originally wanted to experience. And the whole reason we got in business ourselves is we wanted to have a sense of freedom in our lives. And that sense of freedom comes from, frankly, years and years of toil, <laughs> right? This and a true. lot of sacrifice. But the freedom that we are wanting to pursue, and I'm so thankful that we are, um, I think, aware, self-aware enough when we got married in our early 20s that we actually stayed true to this, is we wanted to be financially free. That was the number one thing that we were wanting to pursue. We wanted to be financially free, and we set the goal by the time I was 40, and um, Julie's a little bit younger than me. I'm not allowed to say <laughs> her age, but let's say by the time she was 39. So it actually took a little bit longer than that. I was 41, and she was 40, um, but that's okay. And how did we originally do it? With rental properties. Would we do it again with rental properties? No, we would not. No. I Absolutely, we would not. Would we? And here's why. Because EXP Realty, that's why. EXP Realty has become the greatest wealth creator for agents that we've ever seen in our almost 30 years in this business. And there's no two ways about it. You can, okay, I'll give you an example. I was on a call today with uh, Dan Lesniak Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, an agent who I won't say his name because I don't know him well enough and he might be listening and he might be offended that I use his name and he hasn't left his broker yet. Right. Okay. He's a Caldwell banker agent. He's thinking about leaving and we did the math and you know, I was talking to him about, we figured out how much money he would save at EXP based on what he's paying, what he paid, uh, what he'll pay this year to his broker. He will pay essentially $50,000 more at his present Caldwell banker uh, office 
than if he were to move over to EXP. So it's astonishing. Let, it's astonishing. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I've mentioned this before. It's not the largest. We've had conversations. Nope. I had one with Century 21 agent in uh, Iowa of all places, mm-hmm. and he's a great producing agent. But he'll save $400,000 per year by moving over to EXP relative. Doing the same amount of transactions, right? That's what exactly. you based your math on is apples to apples. Right. And so one of our missions when we got into this business was to create passive income so that, frankly, if we chose to not work anymore or if we chose to really focus on what aspects of our you know career we really had the most interest in, um, you guys thought I was going to say passion, and it's almost mm-hmm. like that is pretty close to how I feel about the things that Julie and I are doing now, podcasts being one of them. Um, but we had to be financially independent and we did it with rental properties and we did it with rental properties by the time I was 40 and Julia's, you know, I was 41 and Julia's 40, but to do it all over again, uh, if we had the opportunity to join EXP Realty when we are in our early twenties and we started our sojourn, we absolutely positively would have done it. If you're not, if you don't have EXP Realty on your radar, if you're not understanding the power of revenue share, the power of having equity in the company, the commission split advantages, if you have not explored that, we strongly encourage you to do it. Because our mission originally was to be financially free. We have accomplished that particular goal. And now what we are deriving the most pleasure out of is helping other people do the same thing. And it is incredible to be part of people's lives as they transition over to EXP. But the real fun conversations are the ones where they've been in EXP for like two or three years with us. And then we're having this, uh, you know, we're reviewing how much money they're making for revenue share, how much money they've saved, you know, what they're doing as far as wealth creation, especially going into a turbulent economy like this, mm-hmm. having multiple streams of income and more financial, financial security. You can't have enough of either of those things, can you? So it's really incredible. And that's something that, as I look back on our, you know, our long career, as I look back and I feel the mass, immense gratitude towards all these agents that have become part of our family forever, EXP Realty has become just a natural extension of all that. That's very true. And if, for those of you who are thinking about making the move to a new broker, you want to upgrade your brokerage experience, Julie and I would love the opportunity to earn the right to be your EXP Realty sponsor. If you've not yet chosen a sponsor at EXP Realty, we would love, again, the opportunity to earn the right to be your EXP Realty sponsor. If you want to learn more about EXP Realty, you can just text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Or you can text me directly at uh, 512-758-0206. And let's have a conversation about EXP. I'll answer all your questions. And chances are, then you can move uh, past being a podcast listener to a coaching client, but you could also become partners with us at, at EXP Realty. It would be our pleasure and our honor, again, and we sincerely feel this way, to earn the right to be your EXP Realty sponsors. Uh, some of you are going to be you know, receptive to this message right away. Some of you are going to be receptive to this message in 12 months. At least have the information so you know what the advantages are. Open your eyes. This economy is going to throw a lot of curveballs to a lot of people, um, and it's going to be you know, creating challenges to any existing business structures. You're going to have to learn to be more versatile. You're going to have to be a learn, learn to essentially be a person that has a skill set to solve a multitude of problems. Um, and frankly, you're going to have to be a person that's going to be able to set themselves up for um, you know a lot of new opportunities. And that's what an, an economy like this creates. So we would love the opportunity to align with you at eXp Realty. Again, text me directly, 512-758-0206. In the meantime, guys, sincerely thank you for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. You have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.